0: Greetings, fierce listeners. Ryan here, and uh, hear that—that's nothing. That's—that's that's, Selena is not with me today. I'm really sorry to say that. This is something I've not, not ever really done—is an intro by myself. And the reason for this kind of unique situation is that if you listen to last week's update episode, we kind of talked about how our family's been going through a lot. Um, I won't get into the details, but we could just appreciate your prayers. Uh, we've got a lot of health stuff going on. We've got a lot of uh, challenging stuff in in terms of what we're working on around fierce marriage and our new initiative called gospel centered marriage. Uh, again, listen to that. If you want that last episode, if you want more details for this week, we are going to, uh, be sharing content that we recorded over two years ago that I still think is very uh, relevant today. And the reason I think it's relevant is because we continue getting questions, um, from earnest husbands and wives wondering, is it appropriate? Is it good? Is it healthy? to have friendships uh, with those of the opposite sex. Now, this is a a nuanced topic. It's both obvious, but we also need to uh, treat it with wisdom because uh, there are good aspects to having friends of the opposite sex. There are also some things to be uh, kind of cognizant of in ways that it can evolve into something that's unwise or unhealthy. So in this episode, which like I said, we recorded it two years ago, I still think uh, the, the treatment of it, stands up, stands the test of time. So we hope it helps you. We hope you're encouraged by it. We hope you learn something. And more than anything, we hope it points you to Jesus. So with that said, enjoy the episode. question here is it okay to have a relationship with somebody of the opposite sex besides your spouse
1: you mean friendship relationship <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> just awkward. making sure just making sure
0: <laughs> should i redo that yeah. <laughs> no, no keep okay. it. that's funny okay. <laughs> is yeah, it okay friendship. to
1: have friends of the opposite sex while you're married that's a uh, good question. It's
0: a good question. Yeah. And it's really tempting to fall on either side of this, mm-hmm. right? And say, mm-hmm. oh, absolutely. It's all whatever. It's platonic. It's fun. Mm-hmm. It's it's okay. My husband's or, okay with it. Yes. Or on the opposite side, which yeah. is like, avoid them like the plague. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and I think there's something to be had, something yes. to be said yes. uh, in the middle of, of all that. Yes. And that's what we're talking about here.
1: Welcome to the Fierce Marriage Podcast, where we believe that marriage takes a fierce tenacity that never gives up and refuses to give in.
0: Here we'll share openly and honestly about all things marriage, sex, communication, finances, priorities,
1: purpose, and
0: everything in between.
1: Laugh, ponder, and join in on candid, gospel-centered conversations. This is Fierce Marriage. So I'm kind of excited to talk about this one. Maybe, you know, it's it's a really controversial topic, and I think just kind of sharing from our hearts and some biblical understanding that we've gained through it, you know, how can we Mm. really have wisdom to know and enjoy the blessing of friendship in a way that honors both our marriage, you and I, and our brothers and sisters in Christ, while ultimately bringing glory to God, right? That's good. So, um, we are going to be diving into that. We're going to do our heart check, and we may get to a question, I don't know, we're kind of running low on time here, so, um... Yeah, we're going to kind of, I think we should start off with, um, oh, the couples challenge is going to be a good one too. There's some tough questions in that. I'm, yes. excited. I'm not excited, but I'm, they're tougher questions than normal. So um, yeah, but before we get started, Rai, why don't you?
0: I feel very titillated right now, why? by the way. You've just, because the, that's a really good intro. Oh, I'm sorry. saying that's a good thing. Oh, okay. Ooh, I'm just so, what's going to happen? Oh, good. What are they going to talk about? I'm glad
1: do you want to do the housekeeping? i don't like being
0: titillated (laughs) 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 office quote anyway okay so first off yeah housekeeping yeah okay thank you for listeners who have rated and reviewed Mm -hmm. this this podcast it means a ton we say it every time because a it's always really encouraging b we want to keep a healthy rhythm of asking you to do this because Mm -hmm. it gives you a way to help others and to participate so go to itunes do a rating and a review, a rating takes about two seconds. Just click the star thing. Mm-hmm. Review takes a little bit more. Whatever you feel allowed to do, we'd be honored and and blessed by that. Uh, next if you want to support this podcast, mm-hmm. you can do so on patreon.com slash fierce marriage. Uh, that is basically our way of connecting directly with you, our listeners, the mm-hmm. ones who are benefactors of this content. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it, it helps us to keep it ad free. Mm-hmm. It helps us to eventually get transcriptions done mm. uh, of, of these things and to bring in interview interviewees mm-hmm. in a way that is going to be. Good quality mm-hmm. and not just, hey, here I'm calling from my shoe phone
1: right? <laughs> my <shoe. laughs>
0: and it sounds like I'm in the cave at the yeah. same time and awesome. the c- cutting in and out. All so we want to do it in a, in a quality way. Mm-hmm. Lastly, if you have any questions as we're going through this or any questions in marriage in general, or even just the gospel and mm-hmm. how it lays uh, a foundation for marriage and for life, we're happy to review those and answer those if we can and go to fiercemarriage.com slash podcast. Or you can call in, and you can text or leave a voicemail at this number, 971-333-1120. Oh,
1: so good. There so we, fast. There we go. All right. Well, let's Heart jump, check. Heart check. I think you should start, because I feel like you've been in some books lately.
0: So if you're wondering what a heart check is... Oh,
1: that's a good thing.
0: It's three <laughs> questions. What book is in your hand? What voice is in your ear? And what is stirring in your heart? Mm-hmm. In other words, what is God doing in your heart? By the way, these are good questions to ask each other. If yeah. you have like a, a car drive, is that a thing? A car drive? A long drive?
1: drive in the car?
0: A car trip? I don't know.
1: You have time in the car together. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're podcasters it's because, a good we, question that, because we can articulate some, <laughs> things. <laughs> these are some good questions to ask <laughs> and engage in. So what book is in your hand, Ray?
0: I'm reading a book. It's called, it's by John Stott, and it's called Basic Christianity. Mm. And the reason I'm reading it is because I've just become kind of a, uh, I've become a fan of, hey, John Stott. He's just a really solid thinker great theology, all that kind of stuff, as far as I know. Um, but he I, I'm a fan of books that kind of summarize the the core tenets and the core differentiation points of hmm. the Christian faith for somebody who may not be in it, right? And so by reading these books, it helps me understand maybe a perspective that I'm not um, in tune with, seeing how I've been following Jesus for a number of years now. and um, So I re- I've been reading that. It's been great. It's just good reminders. There's some really good uh, quotes in there, nuggets and things. Uh, what voice is in your ear so i'm stoked to say this mm. the knowing faith podcast is back for season two nice and that's the one with jen wilkin nice. uh, uh she's the she's the star <laughs> no i'm kidding there's <laughs> there's two other guys on there Stars. kyle worley and jay uh uh what's his oh man i'm sorry if you're listening to this um and anyway, really smart jay something <laughs> oh my goodness <laughs> i feel bad Um, So that's been great that we've actually been, I've been listening to them talk about like, why do we read books like first and second Samuel and how do we get past all the, like the grittiness of it? All the, you know, there's lots of adultery, there's lots Mm. of blood, there's lots of like names and timelines. And it just feels like you sometimes get get dropped Mm. into the story. You don't know what's going on. So they talk about how to kind of, how to view that and why biblical literacy and, and that part of scripture the historical parts of scripture are very important to having a very biblical biblically literate life
1: what's the name of it again
0: knowing faith
1: knowing faith i was like knowing god okay
0: yeah it's a knowing faith podcast and so they talk about um these types of more complex issues awesome uh what's stirring in your heart so i am uh gosh it's hard to uh, to articulate hmm. what's this. What's not stirring in your heart? That's yeah, the question. am I right? Am I right? <laughs> uh, what's stirring in my heart? Honestly, I just want to uh, be faithful communicator. Be be <laughs> I, ben. Want, I want to be faithful communicator. Done. <laughs> uh, I want to be a faithful communicator of the gospel, mm-hmm. and and that a lot of times means the message, but also the means and the methods, mm. right? So yeah. finding a way to get this ty- this type of content to a say it in a way that's faithful to scripture and to write things that are faithful to scripture, but also to kind of master the means and methods for getting that to, from point A to point B. Mm. Um, we clearly do a lot of our stuff on the internet, but mm-hmm. also uh, we want to equip the local church. And so there's quite a bit of stuff yeah. happening there and that's just been stirring in my heart for some time. Yeah, And it's finally, I think it's coming to a boil in a good way. And yeah. So that's now your awesome. turn. That's awesome.
1: Um. Yeah, no, what book is in your hand? My friend Katie has been talking to me about this book for the last like two years, and then she finally gave it to me because I just didn't order. I don't, I don't, I order so many books and I forget. I'm sorry. She's just my faithful friend. Um, she got me the book Triggers by Amber Leah, I think, nice. and Wendy Speak. Um there's
0: a picture of a woman screaming on the front. Yeah.
1: It says exchanging parents angry at reactions for gentle biblical responses. I feel like I have angry reactions towards my little ones sometimes and it's no. not it's not Never. ideal and I don't I don't like where it comes from and I don't um you know she's I'm only on like day 3 or something like that and it's just been very eye-opening and very liberating to me in the gospel and how god responds to us and how he interacts with us when we are facing challenges and how we you know are trained and walk out in the gospel and so it's just very i don't know it's different it's it's challenging me in some ways but it's also affirming me in some ways and it's also bringing clarity i still am just so unsure about some things (laughs) you know is it okay to like how do you let your kids know that you're angry not necessarily by yelling right but maybe a stern voice or is it a sharp like correction or is that okay you know what does that look like and so i'm i'm constantly exploring these as our girls grow up um that's good and i'm really grateful that god gave us no memory of like three and below sometimes because <laughs> it's you know kids are just i love my kids i love them a lot and they they take a lot of energy and that's just parenting you know so i just want to do it well i really want to do it well for and, god, th- and well in god's perspective i think
0: our tendency too is just to kind of do whatever the default is yeah Right. And yeah. you try to be patient and try to speak kindly. But and I do. And then they don't, then don't listen. How, right. If you <laughs> but don't then think is that about my
1: fault, how, how much is that my fault? <laughs> you know?
0: And if you don't think about how to actually respond yeah. when anger is, is warranted. Mm-hmm. Cause I mean, anger is, is. Right. God gets angry anger.
1: with. Right. But then how do we deal with that? How do we respond right. out know, of that? And the, or the do Bible we doesn't respond. say yeah.
0: never get angry. The Bible says, in your don't anger, sin. Do not sin. Yeah. In your anger. So. Right. That's good to be asking those questions, and yeah, a really... she's
1: just really highlighting and bringing verses to light, like, like you know, be patient, be slow to slow to speak, quick to hear. All of those putting putting that in the context of parenting has really helped because I've heard those verses for many many years, and putting them into my parenting brain side, I'm like, oh, these are new. Like, <laughs> anyways, not necessarily <laughs> the case, but um, yeah. so that's the book that's in my hand among many. Um, the voice that's in my ear. Uh, we met well, you know him, but I was really um Josh. Dr. Josh Straub yeah. and Christy. We didn't meet Christy, she wasn't there at this we went to the marriage collective a little while ago. Um, it was kind of this meeting of, of marriage ministers and um, they do a podcast, and they live in Colorado, right? Yeah. And they, no, no, they live in Dow- they live in uh, Nashville. Nashville. I cannot yeah. keep people straight. Anyways, they are an awesome couple with kids, just kind of the next generation up. They're like six, seven, eight, and older.
0: No, they have. Oh. their their children are exactly a year ahead of ours. Oh, never mind. Okay, so not too much. Man, older. They seem just so. Wise. But he's he's a legit doctor. Yeah, he is a
1: legit doctor, and, and he's super kind and smart, and his he,
0: articulate, very articulate, yeah. and
1: I. Wish his wife was there. I I hope that someday we get to meet them.
0: Uh, he's Ridiculously meet, good looking. Meet her. He's he's a, he's one of these handsome guys that I'm like you can't be handsome and smart. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. He's a good friend. I've he's gotten very, to meet, meet him a few yes. times. So
1: but, they yeah. have a podcast called. Um...
0: Oh, you're going to look it up now. I know. You're so unprepared. I know. I had this it. This is this is not the bush you leagues. Tell me. Right? Tell
1: me his. <laughs>
0: this is the major leagues. <laughs>
1: Okay, well, no just, it's not
0: the major leagues we're not that cool
1: i had it. i tried
0: to buy time for you and you're still it's searching. my
1: library i know okay. oh it's in this together okay it's a podcast and he talks about just like family and parenting and everything he, he presented to at the at the conference that we were at and it was so good and so i just want to put that out there as a resource to you as well
0: for parenting um, for, and they, have, they also have 226 parenting yeah yeah which is uh like a Uh, online community yeah
1: he's all about just healthy families uh for god and healthy marriage for god i mean just good stuff so
0: so funny story is i actually met josh in nashville Mm -hmm. i was there for the q conference with Mm -hmm. nations which is a board that i sit on Mm -hmm. it's an incredible nonprofit. we just had our board retreat this weekend it was phenomenal nationsmedia.org check it out they have amazing uh stuff happening there But, so I'm there with with them for Q. I get a call from John McGee. Mm -hmm. John McGee happened to be there, too. John McGee is a marriage champion, a marriage pro, truly a pastor uh, in Dallas. He happened to be there, too. He said, hey, we got all these awesome marriage people here. Come have lunch with us. I said, well, okay, I'm here with this group. I left. I I didn't (laughs) leave with the one who brought me. (laughs) I went and hung out with them. (laughs) Anyway, that resulted in a tour of Lifeway, which is a, a... Publisher. It's a publisher and a, they do christian retail uh not so much in the northwest but yeah. they do it a lot in the south everywhere else and then all of a sudden josh shows up mm-hmm. and i go hey you're josh straub and he goes i am who the heck are you <laughs> <laughs> and the reason i knew him is because our we have a web development company on the side i'm sorry this is a lot but
1: and it's my heart check but it's yeah fine. our web just company just speed it up I'm built, I'm giving you the finger we here built their the ring round two- finger not the middle finger. <laughs> The wrap it up finger. <laughs> no,
0: ladies and gentlemen, it was a middle finger.
1: <laughs> it was not. Yes, it was. <laughs> Ring me, ding me, ding, ding, ding. <laughs> I am now okay. cutting off
0: Phyllis's head. Anyway. He's always off his clothes. Oh, so anyway, we built his website for 226 Parenting. Nice. And he was like, you did that? No way, what? And it was this big, crazy moment. And I realized just how small yeah. the world is. Yeah. Incredible guy. Yeah. Got to talk with him more last week. They were awesome. So,
1: so, you know, what's God, what is God's stirring in your heart? And I think for us after kind of all these, it feels kind of like mountaintops we've been on a little bit and I haven't been there in a while.
0: I'm just picturing you giving me the finger <laughs>
1: right No, the wrap it up finger. I'm
0: giving him the finger right now. That's what you said. It was the wrap it up finger. I it was. Say.
1: But, um, I don't know, just being around all of these people in the last two weeks, Um, that are championing marriage and a gospel centered, like Christ centered marriage. There's been decades of people fighting for these kinds of things to be to, for these people, for people like us to come together to, um, connect and to continue like furthering and championing together, you know, marriage in the name of Christ in the gospel. And I've Mm. just been overwhelmed and I feel so supported, um, we're kind yeah. of an anomaly out here in the northwest. It's a lot more in the south and in the bible belt areas and the midwest and um I just feel so connected and I was like these are my people. There was some such deep affinities there and I felt very affirmed on just many levels and it's just been really good for my heart.
0: Yeah, I'll, I'll echo that. So and I I will say that although there's not, maybe they're not we don't have like a focus on the family here or no. like a life way or um, some like a mega church that is propon- you know a proponent of marriage here in the Northwest. There are the church is thriving here. Yeah, one of the things was we gave a little presentation, mm-hmm. and we as we sometimes we we are asked to do. We talked about how do we reach the the people that are listening to us and reading our stuff, and tends to be a younger demographic. Mm-hmm. And so we talked about the fact that the Northwest is what I would consider not post church but pre church. And that we've kind of come full circle, and now the the young couples that we're talking to here in in church and mm-hmm. in uh, just ministry that happens here,
1: yeah,
0: they don't they don't know Jesus as the same guy who, you know, died on Easter and rose from the dead and was also born on Christmas. That's right. not the same person to them, right? Which you know, if you are listening to this, you might be thinking, "What in the world?" No, I am yeah. telling you biblical literacy is Mm -hmm. is is back at square one here yeah and so what the beautiful thing of that is that the church thrives in that Mm -hmm. scenario Mm -hmm. and the gospel thrives when it's truly good news when you can tell someone hey you're lost in sin but guess what Jesus 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 Jesus. and he you know he died for you he loves you he wants you to follow him he wants to save you he has done it
1: and we shared this in light of because where other people may be struggling or other mm-hmm. ministries or older kind of in the south where it's mm-hmm. it's kind of a bit of a generation behind or something, um, they're at looking to us saying, How are you? What's gonna happen? Yeah, in the what's next 10, gonna happen? Years. They're watching yeah, you know, Christianity unfold again in the more kind of i think i want to just say liberal areas of the country i mean
0: yeah well they're one of the most liberal
1: areas so
0: yeah exactly and so so i want this isn't a podcast about that but just to let you know (laughs) fierce marriage community you're kind of you're a part of this movement of what god is doing in these what again what i would consider a pre-church uh cultural world that we live in yeah and so know that god is moving and Mm -hmm. know that even though um You know, it might feel like, you know, it's a losing battle at times. Yeah, yeah. The the Bible says that the horse is prepared for battle, but the victory belongs to the Lord. So good. And we are here preparing our horses. I like that trusting (laughs) yes you do (laughs) trusting that the victory belongs to the Lord it's already been it belongs to him he doesn't have to buy it yet right he doesn't have to go get it right it is his it's his and we are just preparing our horses for battle and trusting him
1: I love that and I that just kind of gets us into kind of a quick recap about you know fierce marriage and this podcast and what it's about you know these really are candid conversation conversations around marriage in light of the Mm -hmm. gospel and how does it affect how we live as married people you know we're not Ryan and I are not doctors. We're not gurus. We just kind of share honestly and transparently. Um, yes, seminaries in our future. That would be awesome. <laughs> at least for you, probably I'd be like half a class here. Well,
0: you, I think you are just as eager to do it, Yeah, but, but it's just more gonna, of a function of our life. Right. We have little right kids at the moment. Yeah. Um,
1: but, and then just kind of a plug for like, so Fierce Marriage is here again to be this kind of community and conversation, but our goal is to really support and mobilize the local church. And that's where we would encourage you. This is not a place that replaces the body of Christ. Yeah, It's not here to be your community necessarily that you mm-hmm. go to for all the answers and, and whatnot. Cause it's, it's so nuanced. We don't know your situation, yeah. but you need to be with people who know you and know what's going on in your yeah. marriage and in your life. And so that's where I would say press into a true community be attend a church be an active part of the body of christ um don't look to fear speech for that so
0: yeah we talk about transparency a lot and Mm -hmm. it's all about being known and Mm -hmm. knowing others and the the church is the only place where that truly can transform yeah uh all the transformational stories that we encounter are not like oh your website changed my life. Right. <laughs> it's no, it's like how the, how scripture has right. been fleshed out yeah. in their relationship and through the relationships with other couples. So good. Um, so so uh, we want to we remind you of that, that this is not that, but go deeper with others. So right. today, Selena, we are talking about, <laughs> yes. Is can I have a, a friendship, not relationship, <laughs> made that mistake once already, can I have a friendship, a friendly relationship With someone of the opposite sex.
1: While being married.
0: Just give me a yes or no answer.
1: First, no. I mean, (laughs) and I, I you know, I don't, don't make me commit like that. (laughs) Oh man. Yeah. So you just want to set some parameters around this conversation. You know, we're not, we're, we're trying to focus on one area. We're not talking about like, is it okay for us to have like, it's not the Billy Graham rule here that we're, that we're talking about. We're talking about, which the Billy Graham rule is like not being alone yeah. with anyone of the opposite sex ever, ever, um, kind of in any way. We're not saying that we're not talking about professional, like, can I go to lunch with this professional? Um, if I'm a woman and he's a guy, can we go out to lunch? I would on wisdom side saying that's not a good idea. Um, but that's not what we're talking about today. Today we're talking about,
0: can I add yes. one thing? we say it's not the Billy Graham rule. Uh, look at Billy Graham. I know. Look I'm not trying life. to demean him
1: because he's... No, no, no. An...
0: I'm, I'm not saying that, but I'm saying look look at his life. Look at the fruit of his life. Yeah. Look at the fact that he's never had an affair. Never had any. anyone question him. Mm-hmm. Especially in light of today when all these like sexual misconduct, right. all the junk that happens on the internet mm-hmm. and on, on in media. Billy Graham is... His reputation remains untarnished Mm -hmm. in this area. And I'm just going to say the proof is in the pudding on that (laughs) one. Yes, sir. And his witness is not damaged because he went to this extreme of saying, never be alone with the opposite sex ever. Now, granted, he's an evangelist, traveled all the time. There's all kinds of little nooks and crannies and caveats and things like that. But just wanted to put that in there. Okay. Okay.
1: I agree. And in this, so in this specific conversation, you know, we're talking about, um, is it okay for, like, I'll just put it into context, is it okay, Ryan, for you to have a, a friendship with an, a girl um, outside of our marriage? And for us personally, no. <laughs> it's very, it's an awkward thing to think about. It's an awkward thing to entertain. <sighs> it's and, funny.
0: Before this, I and, was like, hey, you know, because we have our friend, good friends, Jake and Jess. Uh-huh. And I was like, would you ever just go out to coffee with Jake and just be like, hey, catch me up on your life buddy <laughs> right and you and you like cringe you're like that'd be so awkward because yeah. this is not the, the type of friendship we have it's just not the culture
1: have. in our marriage it's not it it doesn't it's not what we stand for it's not what we value and i we're going to get into some questions and challenges i think um, as to why this is not the best it doesn't foster, nece- it doesn't necess- being one-on-one with someone of the opposite sex doesn't necessarily foster good friendship, especially in the church, right?
0: And I think that's probably the big idea we want to get across yeah. here is that <clears throat> the question is always, hey, can we be one-on-one or should we be one-on-one? And you're here saying that's mm. not the best way to build we a relationship. Here, yeah. So the question should yeah. be, how can I have a, a deep brotherhood or sisterhood friendship with someone of the opposite sex? Mm-hmm. How can I have the most healthy friendship with them? Right, right. And you're saying that the one on one one -one is not
1: right. I'm saying that for Ryan and I personally, that some of the deepest friendships that we've experienced with the opposite sex is through has been through our marriage and couple to couple. It's not been me with some other guy or you with some other girl. Mm -hmm. The deepest and most real, um, most um, fulfilling relationships have been couple to couple and. You know, I think, again, Jake and Jess are a great example because they they're kind of our small group leaders and he's been a pastor and he's very pastoral and very theologically sound and all of that passes all the tests. Um, But whenever he's ever said anything to our group, like to me specifically, or we've encouraged each other or something, just brother to sister in Christ, it holds more weight for me that you're there hearing that, too, because I want you to you know affirm or saying no he was yeah. off not he never is but just saying encouraging me and saying yeah that's what he sees or what he said about you like this is true like i want you you know it's very affirming to, mm-hmm. to have you a part of that i don't want to hear it by myself i yeah. want you to be there so that's just kind of
0: my own and it doesn't feel off Mm-mm. as a husband at Mm-mm. all to have a good friend right speak truth right and encouragement um, it would feel off if I found out that you guys were out having, and I don't want to talk. You're know, not talking about specific people, but if you're out having uh, lunch with right. another guy, right? And you're like, "Oh, he said he was so encouraging to me," and I'm like, "Wait, what? Who? Yeah, you, you had lunch right. with somebody." And, Red flags for sure. Yeah, and I'm like, "Well, wh- why is he taking you out to lunch?" Mm-hmm. And uh, I, you know what I mean? So right. I think, it, and I want to again. The big point is that you want to, if we really want to have a healthy gospel-centered friendship with mm-hmm. the opposite sex there are ways to get that and and, and again we're saying that's not through the alone thing the one-on-one yeah it's like someone who says hey what's the fastest way for me to get from seattle to new york and and the, and you're saying well it's a plane and they're saying well no i want to drive this car i want to get there you know and so we're saying that if you really want that end game if mm-hmm. you really want the healthy relationship you want to get there fastest, then. This you is you have way. to fly, right? Right. It, it, don't say you're going to drive this car because you just want to drive the car, right? Right. right. And you, there's and so the motivation is what we're getting at,
1: right? And there's yeah. a lot of um, conversations I feel like that are emerging as of recent about being able to have friends of the opposite sex because there's this book that um, so I read a review on the Gospel Coalition by um, by Winfrey Brisley, and the book that she was reviewing was by Amy Bird. Why can't we be friends? Avoidance is not purity. And towards, there's, there's things that she, she agrees with Amy on. And then there's some things that she thinks Amy takes a little bit too far. I haven't read the book. I'm not endorsing it. There's one um, part, there's a couple parts that I really agree with. And I, I just wanted to share one because I feel like, again, as Christians, we tend to fall on either, you know, if I go out if he, if Ryan goes out with another girl, like she's just a temptress, right? And like if if <laughs> yeah. if so, we just avoid them in completely. We're unkind. Right. We are uh, we're cold. We're not. How? And then the other one is like, you know, how can we be brothers and sisters mm-hmm. in Christ and be kind and loving? And
0: and you can be love. So speaking to the men, like right. you can be a loving brother to your sisters in Christ by right. even protecting them in a, in some ways. I know one example you have is like the alley example. Yeah. Uh, but just even being book. like chivalry is not dead. Right. Right. And so right. I can, I can open a door for a female friend right. at, when we're all together and, and I'm it's not, not like, like oh, yeah. I'm trying to like be Come charming on, to yes, you. Yes. Yes. I'm just be respecting you <laughs> yes. and displaying that respect, uh, mm-hmm. respect in a way that's tangible right. and endearing right. and relationship building right. in the proper context. Right.
1: Um, and she says, and I feel like this, this just encapsulate it, encapsulates this conversation pretty well as. She says, are we opposed to friendship? So this is um, Amy who's writing. She says, are we opposed to friendship? No, we're opposed to sin and we are for holiness, which the other, the reviewer, uh, Brisley, she agrees. And Brisley says, where Christians have communicated, oh yeah, where Christians have communicated by their behavior that members of the other sex aren't valuable, we ought to repent and consider how we can treat others kindly where we have been the objects of overzealous attempts to avoid sin, we ought to extend forgiveness and love. And where men have abused power and victimized women, let's hold them accountable and strive to create environments that protect and defend women. Mm. And so I feel like this really speaks to all the different areas that we're talking about in terms of how we can, again, have this friendship with someone of the opposite sex um, biblically. And that really is, when you're married for us, that really is a couple with couple.
0: Yes. And I would hundred percent agree with that. Of course. That's why we're doing this podcast.
1: <laughs> and you had a verse up there that you were talking about that really just, we've yeah. used it many times. And again, it kind of coincides with this whole <clears throat> idea of boundaries, right? And priorities. Yeah. And So know. we
0: did talk about boundaries a few weeks ago on this podcast. Yeah. Uh, and of course, listen to that if you haven't. Uh, but this verse we talked about specifically in that context, it applies here. Yeah. It's Proverbs twenty five yeah. twenty eight. A man without self control is like a city broken into and left without walls. Yeah. And so the context of that it's it's obviously biblical times. Yeah. A city without walls was exposed right. uh, and in danger constantly, mm-hmm. always in danger of being raided, of being attacked, yeah. of being, you know, you're you're being, uh, you know, victims of theft and you know pillaging and all that kind of stuff. Right. And so it would be utterly. Uh, ridiculous to say like yeah we're a strong city but you have no walls right and so we're saying that boundaries in this area yeah and it's not to say in the, the i think a boundary is misplaced if you say i'm a man and you are a woman you i cannot talk to you you are right. the enemy That's that is a misplaced yeah. boundary right right uh but there are boundaries we put in place to inhibit sinful behavior and mm-hmm. sinful desires that maybe you don't recognize. Maybe you're right. trying to get validation from an, the opposite right. sex. And so when you go out to to lunch right. and you kind of have this like weird sort of tension. Maybe
1: yeah. Maybe you're having a hard time in your own marriage and this yeah. person is.
0: And they're validating an you. Easy, yeah. And they're undermining your covenant in doing that. And, mm-hmm. and it's leading it's towards sin. It yeah. may not be sin in itself. Right, but right. it's leading that way, and therefore it is foolishness. It's yeah. like following the adulteress. Yeah. I'm not saying every woman's an adulteress, but it's 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 akin to right. walking toward a cliff, right? And you're you're blind, right. right?
1: And honestly, our boundaries are a function of our priorities. You know, in a lot of ways. And I was on a podcast. I think I mentioned um, on the Fierce Wives page with Spiced Wife. <laughs> we were she we were talking about boundaries, and one of the things we talked about is how. You know, it sometimes it's hard to say no to things, but when you know what you're saying yes to, it can often make the no um, mm, that's so good come um, so much more sure and more confident and clear. You know, and yeah, you so, want to say the no because you're actually saying yes to these other things.
0: So, a good example. We I have a lot of we have a lot of gals that work with us mm-hmm. at Fierce Marriage and our various other you know where we got irons in the fire so mm-hmm. to speak. And I'm meeting with uh, one of the gals tomorrow, mm-hmm. um, and I I have to be very conscious about the appearance of it the 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 fact that Selena's you know I want to make her aware of it Mm -hmm. and so I told her I said hey we're gonna meet up in the our home office I'll leave the door open Mm -hmm. here's what we're talking about here's who she is and she's new to the team and so uh it it was all very above board Mm -hmm. and again I'm not going to say, let's go out and spend all this time together having lunch and then we'll go meet somewhere private or right. do whatever, simply because I just want to say yes to health in our marriage. I want to mm-hmm. say yes to transparency because I want to say yes to Selena yeah. because she is, she is the one woman that I'm, you know, and it's all very easy at this stage. But the problem is, is like when, if you're insecure or mm-hmm. you've been damaged or you've been hurt or whatever, and then all of a sudden you have this opportunity and you're getting validation.
1: Yeah. I think that's one of the hardest parts. That is one of the hardest parts. And, you know, even stepping into the whole social media aspect, I mean, I'm sure there's some of us that have had friends on there that we've private messaged and just had these conversations, you know, below board and seems harmless, but you're allowing um, something to take root, right? Mm. That's probably not helping your covenant.
0: And a lot of times the the trap door starts with, Oh uh, this is somebody I went to high school with or yeah. I went to college with. What are you up to? Or oh, you have a family? Oh, I'm sorry you got divorced. Yeah. Uh I'm having a hard time too. Yeah, it gets in my hard. Marriage to, yeah. And, oh yeah, what what's your husband doing? Oh, he's yeah. doing this or that and it's yep. like all of a sudden, you're having these intimate conversations. Yeah,
1: it happens so quickly. Oh, I by think. the
0: way, I'm only 30 miles away. Let's get coffee next week. Yeah, and then yeah, let's, let's uh, and then scary stuff. It's scary, but it starts like that. Let's
1: start small for sure. For so sure. these
0: boundaries yep. of, of having these conversations, and Selene is going to ask some really challenging questions here in a sec. But having these boundaries looks it looks like having a, a conversation with your spouse. Right. That's very clear about what is healthy. What you will you will allow. And uh, how yeah. you will guard yourself from it. Yep. In other words, having conversations and things like that, but yeah. also um, not engaging and knowing personally, like, I'm right. not going to personal message anybody online. I'm not right. going to send emails unless yep. it's work related, that sort right. of thing.
1: Right. Yeah. So if you, you know, think about your marriage and your spouse. If you have friendships that were kind of in place prior to marriage, or maybe you've just kind of developed a new friendship with somebody of the opposite sex recently or something. Um, and maybe even you guys both agree and you're like, that's fine. I don't care if you talk to so-and-so or whatever. Um, I think we, Ryan, and I would both lovingly challenge you to consider a few questions in this couples mm. couples challenge and they're tough, but we think they're necessary in order for the good and security of your covenant and for God to be glorified mm-hmm. and uh, I think through your marriage.
0: That's very good. I, and, Think of these as diagnostic questions, mm. and so to to have a proper diagnosis, you need to have a proper results delivered, right? So right. to try to think about it honestly by yourself or asking these questions, yeah. Uh, and depending on, depending on how you answer them, may may or may not diagnose a, an area that needs to right. be addressed,
1: right? And I definitely think you should discuss them with your spouse because if there's nothing to be, you know, worried about or whatever, then that would mm-hmm. you'd easily be able to answer these questions. So. Yeah. Anyways, uh the first question is, do you ever compare your spouse to your friend? Oh snap yeah, I think that's a natural one that kind of <clears throat> happens whether we mean to or not just kind of a conscious on
0: that note I say as, as a guy yeah when we were first married I had to i I had this well actually it was when you we were dating, I had the revelation that there's always going to be other attractive women around, mm-hmm. and they could take all you know different mm-hmm they look differently and all this kind of stuff and you know being very visual and all that um it's always going to be a struggle so i had to make a decision i was like okay i know i love selena i know that she's beautiful i know that i value her more than any other relationship but i also recognize that there are beautiful women in the world right therefore wait what what? therefore selena you are my standard of beauty from here on out Mm -hmm. and that sounds like mental jujitsu right it sounds like oh you just Mincing words and i'm saying no like honestly i i there was something that happened in my mind i said selena you are the standard of beauty and anything that anybody who looks differently from you Mm -hmm. gets further and further away Mm. from what i think is absolute beauty Mm. and that was a very liberating thing
1: yeah and you wrote a blog post on that you should put the post that
0: yeah yeah it says i think it's your wife your standard of beauty is what Mm. it's called and the whole point of me saying that here is that Comparing is so easy until Mm -hmm. you realize that your spouse is the pinnacle of Mm. what you're going for because by virtue of being your spouse, not by any other standard, but they are yours Mm. and you are theirs. Mm. And so there's, there's freedom in that and there's freedom in articulating that and Mm -hmm. communicating that to yourself and to each other.
1: So good. So good. So that first question, do you ever compare your spouse to your friend? Second question. Have you ever entertained romantic fantasies about your friend? Wow. Yeah. These are some deep ones. Um. Do you have a physical or emotional attraction to your friend? I think these are. I think these are just right. These questions are right on point. Can on we be that.
0: honest for a sec? Yeah. I think we've had these these conversations yeah, before, for where, sure. Where I've said to you, or you've said to me. Yeah. It's been a two way street. I, I I think that person's. I, I was like, Attract- attracted. Attracted to them.
1: Yeah, and I found that they were very nice looking. Or and
0: I entertained it, like for yeah. for too long. Yeah. And. And so what happens in those instances is the Holy Spirit will convict. And, mm-hmm. and we talked about it last week mm-hmm. on how we know, you kind of just know yeah. when something's off. Yeah. And you'll know. And so in the moment, after that moment passes, you get home, the dust settles, yeah. you're home with your spouse. And I just, I've said it to you, I, said, I need to talk to you about something. Yeah. This is what happened today.
1: Yeah.
0: Didn't act on it or anything, but I seem to let you into my world a little bit yeah. or fully. <laughs> 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 and say, I found so-and-so attractive. Right. And I recognize that that's wrong. Yeah. And I recognize that there's, you know, I want to just reinforce the fact that I love you.
1: Right. I think, yeah, I think it's bringing that um, that thought un- under captivity, right? It's bringing it to the light. Mm. It's taking it captive and saying it's not going any further than this. And you mm-hmm. know, and I know, and we're going to be on the same level as this. Yeah. And I know that takes... A bit of emotional maturity because I think I don't think we could have had those conversations in our young age and early on in our marriage. I think they would have looked different. I think they would have been yeah. a little more emotionally fueled. So yeah, it was, take it slow with your friends, and or take it slow with your spouse, and extend a lot of grace and be humble. And yeah. that's um, a really good point. Give space to kind of
0: because I could have never done that if I thought you're just going to go off the handle, right? And like throw it in my face, right? And right. I know that you are empathetic and you are gracious toward me and
1: and god's god is good and able and faithful to bring about that maturity in us and sometimes it takes Mm. those hard conversations more than once unfortunately to kind of sharp uh, not sharpen those dull those edges a little bit on us and so again we're we we haven't had those conversations we've also we're also 15 years married and so i just keep keep having them though don't just lean into the transparency. <laughs> um, the third question is: Do you have a physical or? Oh wait, no, I already did that one. The last question here: um, Do you and your friend ever discuss personal details about your lives or complain about your relationship mm.
0: to each other? Oh snap! So we yeah. say this a lot, but your marriage needs advocates, not adversaries. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, whenever, you, whether it's a some, you know, same sex friend or opposite sex friend, right? Uh, it's, I think this goes both ways, but yeah. you need to, they need to ad, advocate for your marriage, not right. just for you. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Now this is where it gets really tender is if you're having this intimate exchange with somebody either via phone, text, email, mm-hmm. online message, like whatever, Facebook message, Twitter, mm-hmm. all that, anything like that. Yeah. Snapchat, <laughs> which we don't do, I but don't have time for that. That's like a teenage thing, I think. But <laughs> no,
1: there's a lot of people on
0: it. There are doing yeah. like those weird dog faces back and forth to each other. And like, <laughs> um, anyhow. But that—that's where if you're having a hard time and you now all of a sudden you're in a dark room by yourself on your phone and you're saying, oh, so and so, my 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 wife is just being so difficult right now," and here's oh, why, man. Scary and then she stuff. swoops in this yeah. other woman and she's like. Oh yeah, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. I wouldn't have done that. Ah. I would do. I would do it like this, and then all of a sudden, I'm in a weak spot. So yeah. I'm like, "Oh, you would? Oh. oh, that's funny. That goes away. Then maybe the next time, maybe a week later, a month later. Yeah, it's just same that thing. it's that affirmation you know what? and building. I'm so that sick of her. Let's bu- yeah. let's get together. I want to just take you out for you know yep. whatever.
1: And when you're dividing, you're bu- when you're building this affinity with someone else, you're dividing your marriage essentially. Yeah,
0: intimacy. We oh, talked about this last so week.
1: Good. Preach. <laughs> we talked <laughs> about
0: intimacy last week, but in this regard it's it's not just limited to sex right you have intimacy is so much more we talk about cohabitation and how like you're building intimacy even emotionally mm-hmm. by acting like you're married when you're not and that's not that, that type of intimacy is only designed mm-hmm. for the covenant of marriage not just this transactional thing and so anyway that's always going to lead to a dark place mm-hmm. I'm just telling you <laughs> yeah. both by you know having seen it mm-hmm. firsthand, but right. also uh, through God's word having seen it right and so and it, these yeah. questions are meant to diagnose. Maybe if you're if you're if you're teetering on on the precipice here, yeah. And you yeah. in And the bottom is very dark and yeah. very a very hard fall.
1: <laughs> yeah. So again, just to recap these questions real quick: these four questions. One: Do you have? Do you ever compare your spouse to your friend? Two: Have you ever entertained romantic fantasies about your friend? Three. Do you have a physical or emotional attraction to your friend? And the last one, do you and your friend ever discuss personal details about your lives or complain about your relationships to each other? Wow. Wow. So, and again, you know, talking in terms of boundaries, you know, we, we, God wants these boundaries for our good, you know, and for his glory. Again, these are not to squash your Mm personal joy, having a friend outside your marriage or something like that. It's not, <clears throat> yes. it's, it's very much for your flourishing. It's for roots that can go deep. Um, so that experiences can be even greater with your spouse. Um, yep. you know, what you see and what you experience today is not the end all be all to your marriage. There's mm. so much more to be had and can only be had when we yeah. are committed and have those boundaries. So. so
0: to re to summarize this, the big idea from today, uh, just so it's crystal clear, in terms of having a friendship with the opposite sex, here's here's what we're trying to communicate is that yes, friendship with the opposite sex is good. And what we're saying the best way to friendship in a mo- in the most healthy way is through cult is when you're married, is through cultivating a friendship between your cup as couples. And so that's that's gonna be the healthiest, most uh wise way to go about cultivating those friendships. We like I feel like I have a great friendship with our friend Elise. Mm-hmm. And it's very healthy.
1: <laughs> Sorry, Elise.
0: <laughs> Sorry, Elise. <laughs> That's not an inside joke. Uh, and you have a great friendship with Jeff. You guys share a lot of affinity mm-hmm. in your profession, both being photographers or have, having been photographers at one point. And he helps a lot in that regard. And it's mm-hmm. all very, very healthy, very mm-hmm. joy filled. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't think it would be that way any other way.
1: Right. Absolutely. That's what we're
0: trying to say. So, okay. In summary today, I mean, I already did the summary To, to read, to finish this out. There you go. Uh, I want to talk about this. We don't sponsor this podcast, but we have this, these new devotionals that are coming out. We're going to start the pre-order if it hasn't started already, uh, 40 prayers.com. And just basically you can pre-order if it's, if you see just an email field there, I don't know when it's going to happen. That's why I'm saying this recording this in advance, uh, (laughs) If you see an email field there, put it in. You'll be on the pre-order list. If not, uh, and then you'll actually go to the pre-order page. You can pre-order those. It's a a 40-day prayer journey Mm -hmm. where you're basically building your faith and contending for your spouse in prayer. Mm -hmm. These books changed us when Mm -hmm. we were writing them. Mm -hmm. We really think think and hope they will help you like they've helped us. Uh, You can go to 40prayers.com to find out more about those. Mm -hmm. Uh, As a reminder, make sure to subscribe, rate, and share this. Uh, ratings are the currency of the internet and we would be very grateful if you would, um, take two seconds and do a star rating on iTunes. If, if not that, or if you do that and you want to do a review, that's awesome. But the star rating is, is just, just fine. Secondly, if you want to support this podcast, you go to com slash fierce marriage. Mm-hmm. That is a place for partners. Uh, there are benefits for, Um, to being on our patreon page for being patrons there's things like free content exclusive conversations Uh, we even gave away some free books to everyone Mm -hmm. and we have some free rings we're going to give away there too uh, for various reasons but really what we're going for is people that want to see our mission made louder and clearer in the world and Mm. our mission is is very simple we want to point couples to Christ. We want to commission marriages for the gospel. Mm-hmm. You'll you'll hear us say that a lot, but really we want to we want to see marriages made um made whole, but also uh made stronger and also have a clear vision for how they can um perpetuate the gospel through their relationship. So patreon.com/fierce marriage, anything helps, starts at 2 dollars, goes up from there. Lastly, if you have any questions, 971-333-1120, and I think that's it. Uh, you think what? I think this episode is in... the,
1: in the can. In the can. Oh, man. We got to try. We got to practice that This one. episode is... In the can. Oh, my gosh. Third time. Uh, it's all right. It's all confused. good. <laughs> all right. Um, Thanks for listening, friends. And do you want to close out and pray real quick?
0: I would love to. Okay. Jesus, thank you for this time. Um, thank you for what you're doing around the world. Uh, we'd love to see how... He, you are just loving couples, and through the through the local church, I love to see how your truth is bearing weight in people's lives and creating abundant life. I pray for the couple who's struggling that you would strengthen them, give them hope. I pray that you would give them peace in their struggle. I pray for uh, the couple who is flourishing that you would bring people into their into their lives that they could disciple, that other couples that they could help and minister to. And I pray for uh, anybody who's wrestling with today's topic Mm. that you would give them clarity and wisdom and give them uh, through your Holy Spirit, give them conviction and give them uh, relationships with um, with people who would help them navigate this topic in a way that is will lead to health and lead to life. Mm -hmm. Uh, We give it all to you, Jesus. uh, And thank you for your word. It is uh, forever fruitful in our lives. May we glorify you through it. Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Okay. All right.
1: Have a good week. We'll see you guys in seven days. Stay Stay fierce. fierce. There we go.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for listening to the Fierce Marriage Podcast. For more resources for your marriage, please visit fiercemarriage.com or you can find us with our handle at Fierce Marriage on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thank you so much for listening. We hope it's blessed you. Take care.